Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I think our job is to not hold that physically in our bodies. And some people do hold it physically. It can create nausea, lack of sleep, that sort of stuff, all based on external chaos that is completely out of our control. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's a good perspective that we often, uh, all of us need to do is sometimes when you feel that happening, take a step back and put some perspective on it. And it doesn't mean you devalue Mm -hmm. anything that's creating that for you, but maybe you decide how much value you need to give that. Do you need to give it a value of 10 and it is chaos and crazy or really was 10 when something else traumatic happened in your life? And this is probably just a two. to In Vibe Life Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E. L-I-F-E dot com. We're grateful that you're here. Hello and welcome to the InVibe Life Conversations podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. We're so excited to be back. Yes. So (laughs) I know that our podcasts have been out on our website every week, but we actually took a break from filming um, for a few weeks over the holidays, uh, we and the last couple times we filmed were at Miraval for our retreat at the beginning or middle of December. Mm-hmm. So since we've been sitting in this room recording a podcast, has been three or four weeks. It's yeah, the longest we've enough. gone in a year now. Yes, um, without recording a podcast. So. It feels good to be back. A little nervous to be back doing it. Like, oh, do we have any material? What are we going to talk about? But so what we are um, wanting to discuss today is we just feel like we can't start the year or start any other conversation without addressing just the chaos that's going on in our world right now. Um, first of all, in the United States, we have all sorts of craziness and madness going on in Washington and in the nation with our transition of power Mm -hmm. and our political situation. And we're sitting here on January the 12th, I guess it is. Mm -hmm. So we are in the middle of chaos and uncertainty on what the next couple weeks are going to look like, which Mm -hmm. is just so um, bizarre and such an unfamiliar place, I think, for most American citizens to be in. We're not used to this kind of tumultuous behavior in the nation's capital. Um, and then, of course, COVID is still right. 
very, very real worldwide and in many places, including our community. I think the numbers are actually on the rise. Yep. Um, seeing a prevalence of it. And it just seems like there's a global or national or community-wide anxiety and, never and mind stress right now. When it's the change of a year, like yeah. from when like 20 to 21, I'm, I'm just using those numbers in as an example, that change of the year also brings a little like angst or anxiety because people almost put pressure on themselves that they, okay, now I have to make better choices. We just made all those resolutions we're right. trying to keep up with already. Right. Yeah. And that angst creates an internal anxiety or, or an internal chaos, right? Never mind uh-huh. that it's happening globally and it's very specific to this year. It happens every year on a smaller scale. I just think this year it's very amplified. Well, because it's all about change in the unknown. Yes. That, that's the commonality between all those things we just discovered. And, you know, now, I mean, not only are these unprecedented and huge things happening in our communities, even our, you know, huge global community, they've been going on for so long mm-hmm. that we're just all already exhausted from mm-hmm. a, you know, nervous system standpoint and emotional system standpoint. Um, and, you know, a lot of us just feeling like even we're living the same day over and oh, look, mm-hmm. I'm working yeah. from home again, Groundhog again right. with my whole family here doing the same thing <laughs> and again. oh, going to buy more toilet paper again, right. <laughs> whatever the situation is. We're right. just already so strung out and then throw these just unimaginable things in the middle of it. And I think mm-hmm. that's what's been going on now. Although we're getting a little bit used to COVID, which is crazy. Like I find myself thinking, what was it like when I didn't have to wear a face mask everywhere? Yes. I went or I watch yes. an old television show, like reality shows and see people just walking around, walking around meeting each other, shaking hands, hands and hugging each, each other. other. And I think, how and bizarre like, is that? Yeah. And then I think, God, how fast have I come to that new normal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We quickly got con- conditioned to doing things differently. Mm-hmm. Well, we they did. say it only takes three weeks to start a new habit. Right. Right? And we've been doing this a lot longer than three weeks. Which in some ways is good and in some ways is sad. You mm-hmm. know, in some ways yeah. I think we've adapted so that totally. we can move forward mm-hmm. in a different way, maybe an unwelcome way, but still mm-hmm. put one foot in front of another. It was but. interesting. I was at a doctor's visit this morning and she was like, maybe next year when I see you for this checkup, we won't have these masks on. And I thought, and maybe we will. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. There's not a lot I can do about that. And I don't feel heavily one way or the other towards it, but it was interesting, you know, but it, mm-hmm. I guess if we really want them off, it's a hopeful thought to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting with all that's going on and how much we've handled this year. And maybe that's part of the chaos too, is we get to a point where you're like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Or you think you can't, right? Yeah. And I think you know, that some people are calling that COVID fatigue if they're implying it to just that particular thing. Well, and you know, we all have those... um seminal moments in our lives or those dark moments in our lives that make us really um, look around and evaluate ourselves in our lives and reevaluate maybe ourselves in our lives. Maybe some of that's going on both personally and globally Mm -hmm. right now. Oh, I definitely think so. Mm -hmm. I think some people might have done it 
a whole lot in the beginning of COVID, uh-huh. but I do believe that that's still like you, you naturally do that at the change of the year, mm-hmm. but it's just on a deeper level. It's in it's, and it's big, you know? Well, and so you were sharing with me before we started recording that you're just seeing a lot of, um, personal stress too, whether it's in friends or clients or family right. members, right. um, where people, little things become big things very quickly. And that's kind of, um, one of the signs I think that, you know, your body will sometimes tell you it's stressed out before you even know you're stressed out. Oh yeah. You know, it definitely, it's interesting me in particular, maybe this is more information than our audience wants to hear, (laughs) but I will, and this doesn't happen often, maybe three or four times my entire life. And, um, I'll get a fever blister and that is, and I'll be like, Oh my gosh, why do I have this? Why do I have this? And I'm sitting there going, Oh, what's going on? Why do I have this? And lo and behold, I'm like, well, you just had pretty two, two stressful weeks. Right. And then that'll come up on my lip. And remember I had it about the time my kids were going back to school this year and I hadn't had that in years. Wow. So that's a little sign that what my body will do. And I've been breaking out a little bit. Yeah, that so that which could be the mask a little oh, bit, mask. but mask got me. But I don't think that's solely it no. either. But also, like at the clinic, neck and shoulder issues. We see a lot more neck and shoulder uh-huh. issues during this time of year because people are carrying extra stress, and that's just a normal year, not a COVID, you know, tumultuous in Washington year. During Christmas, holidays, this sort of time of year, people start to have a lot of neck and shoulder pain. And that's another way that your body starts to tell you, you know, hello, we need to do some other things because you're stressing me out. And it starts to tell you through those things. Or some people will have big things that happen with their bodies. Like they trip and fall and tear and break something, you know? Yeah, I just did. I, I do know that really well. Not to throw me under the bus, but yeah, I did when I was, yeah. um, I was out of town over the Christmas holiday <laughs> and just randomly standing up from a long dinner. So I'd been sitting a long time when I stood up, kind of had that kind of pins and needles feeling in my leg. When I put weight on it, I just went down on the ground and I twisted my ankle worse than I ever have in my whole life. Black and blue. Black and blue, completely swollen. swollen. I've been seeing Stephen and Cheryl for the last two weeks um, continually. And so starting to make some progress, which yeah. is good. But in the beginning, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah. And that was so unusual yes. for me. But you know what? That also brings Had it been up. me, it wouldn't have been unusual. But. <laughs> That also brings up, just to send people, for those of you who haven't um, discovered this yet on the website, Cheryl has started a series of articles where she talks about the chakra system and she starts at the root and is working her way up and just gives a little bit of an explanation and then shows how you can move your body to free up energy in those areas. Mm -hmm. And I think this is some of the best work you've ever done. Personally, I think it's so good. And I don't know anyone else out there doing this. Like I read everything out there or anything that comes my way. I haven't seen anyone else doing this in this way. So if you're finding some instability, like for me, the root chakra or that Mm -hmm. instability feeling, Mm -hmm. um, which led to 
a trip and fall situation, right, right. but there's some exercises there to build some additional stability yeah. and move some of that negative energy out. Or I think if you flip that a little bit and you start to think of if you're having aches and pains in your body, start to look at which chakra that is. And so maybe the physical stuff that you're currently feeling, there is a different side of that to look at. There's a mental mm -hmm spiritual side to look at why do I have pain in my sacrum for 15 years? Mm -hmm. Right. There, that's, that's kind of the questions I'm trying to answer with those articles is that people look at a bigger picture of, you know, what's going on mentally, physically, spiritually, mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit, how they're all connected and just having my exercise background. That's why I wanted to start all of those articles explaining each particular chakra and then wrap it up with, okay, if you're having issues in your second chakra, then these are some good exercises or releases or breathing techniques that are going to help you through dealing with this stuff. So it kind of comes from a perspective of whether you are a mover or not a mover. None of the exercises are really hard. I want them to be mindful, <laughs> uh -huh. but, um, so say you've never exercised, but you do have chronic low back pain, right? Or chronic mid back pain, that kind of stuff, or your hips always hurt. Go read the article so that you can be like, Oh, well that does have to do with what's going on at home or what's going on, you know, with transitioning through things in life and transitioning but, is but hard. Here's what's cool about this, that we so often think with the mind body connection that we can use the mind to heal the body but it can work the opposite way too. Yes. You can move the body to help yourself emotionally yes. as it well. Both, it goes both ways. I mm -hmm. often tell people movement is medicine and they, and that gets translated as move and you're going to heal whatever physical ailment you're ha you have being in a physical therapy clinic. That's how that gets translated, but definitely the movement can help whatever mental issues you have. Well, and I want to, I want to hold that thought because I want to get to it again in a minute, but something else you said brought up the thought to me when you said, you know, you might've had pain in a certain area for 10 years or 15 years or right. since you were a child, Which even who knows, right? Super common. But I think that's another thing that's going on right now. Like when you mentioned that little things are triggering people in big ways emotionally, it's because like, we all have past traumas. Yes. And then we hold memories of those traumas. Mm -hmm. And when we are under such a state of chaos mm -hmm. and anxiety and tension as we are now, it, it reminds you of those deep seated anxieties and traumas you have. I think that happens too. And it hap it happens emotionally and it happens physically. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. And for someone to hold pain for 15 years, that might sound like it's crazy that that would happen and not to throw men under the bus, but the average male will have to have pain for 10 to 15 years before he will seek help for that. Wow. Mm -hmm. And usually it's their significant other saying, I'm done hearing it. Yeah. And we'll push them into getting help. But isn't that interesting? But yeah, it definitely, um, it'll manifest that way. And there are many ways to go about healing it. Well, so I think the first thing to do is to, um, ground yourself. 
or center yourself. And mm-hmm. you do give some tips yes. and exercises on this that. in one of your articles. That's the first, the root chakra. But that remembering that all is well. Yeah. Like I, I know that last week when there was craziness going on in Washington, that was one of the things that I and we and our family had to step back and say, it's like, but you know what? We're still fine. Yes. Like we're, we're you fine do have to here do that often. and trust mm-hmm. This is, even if the system looks absolutely insanely crazy right now, I do have faith that it's been a pretty magical, um, system to avoid things like non-peaceful transitions of power and things like that since its inception, you Mm -hmm. know, 1776, we've done a very good job of having safeguards in place. And so even though they're being majorly stress tested, at the moment, I still do have a, an amount of trust that all will be well and all is well. And so, you know, remembering that here, like, I will still sit and have dinner with my family tonight. I will still let my dogs out at seven tomorrow morning, like I always do, you know, mm-hmm. keeping in mind that I do still have my home and my family and control of this situation. And it's not being threatened. And I also feel like, too, you can, even if you don't have trust in the system, Uh that it's going to be peaceful transition, that's okay, too. It is. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You can sit back and say, all is well, too, Mm -hmm. with that. So I think either way it goes, it doesn't, I think our job is to not hold that physically in our bodies. And some people do hold it physically. It can create nausea, lack of sleep, that sort of stuff, all based on external chaos that is completely out of our control, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's a good perspective that we often, uh, all of us need to do is sometimes when you feel that happening, take a step back and put some perspective on it. And it doesn't mean you devalue Mm-hmm. Anything that's creating that for you, but maybe you decide how much value you need to give that. Do you need to give it a value of 10 and it is chaos and crazy? Or really was 10 when something else traumatic happened in your life and this is probably just a two? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so then maybe you give yourself a grading scale and think of a trauma that happened in your life and that was pretty traumatic. Give that a 10. And that's a quick tool when you're out and you're so aggravated at that person in the grocery store, go, okay, what number is this? Is this a five? Is this a seven? You know, where Mm -hmm. is it on that, um, anger, whatever you, whatever your tendency is when you have chaos, anger, fear, you know, whatever you tend to go to is your like angst emotion, you know, give it, give yourself a tool and give it a number on how you can you know, where it really is in your life at that point. And then I'd say, if it is a 10, if it is an eight, if it is a five, even, even the big global stuff, national stuff, find some ways to address it. Um, Mm -hmm. Like maybe journaling, which we talk about talking to a friend, Um, you know, there's meditation and things like that, but allow yourself to grieve it and to understand you need some help with it. Just like if you had something personally in your house happening. Um, I think if you 
as you're able to meet it head on, meet it head on so that you remember you have control over how you're going to let yes. that enter your body and your emotional state. Maybe then it won't keep you awake yes. at night or maybe not as long not as or long. right, right. Or as many nights or, you know, maybe you can at least abate it a little bit. I feel like one of the often things that I talk about in my home, talk about to myself personally, to my spouse, mm -hmm. to my children, the only thing we truly have control over is ourselves mm -hmm. and how we feel things and how, you know, that's all it, that's it. That's all you have control over. You know, if the boys are fighting and one hits the other, you, I can't, you can't stop him from doing what he's doing to you, but you can control how it makes you feel. You can mm -hmm. control if you choose to stay in the situation or if you choose to can fight back, you only have control over yourself mm -hmm. and that's on a, little small and scale of control over yourself fighting, <laughs> mm -hmm. but you can think about that in a bigger, you know, if, if something really gets you, you can choose like, what if the first reaction is for it to just really unnerve every piece of you take a step back and be like, okay, I can choose for this, not to get me like this. And what are my tools to help me calm down out of this? Right. And it kind of get. I, this always goes back to, I tell you how I drop my son off and I go choose joy. And now it's such a joke. Oh. They all make fun of me. Choose joy. <laughs> I hope they hear my voice saying it whenever uh -huh. like, you know, something's when they're mad at their teacher or something, choose joy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you do, that's your only choice. You can't, as much as you want to control somebody else or, or control a situation or even control your own emotional state. It, yeah. it can be. You, you can't mm -hmm. sometimes control it in the beginning, but you can acknowledge that it's there mm -hmm. and then come with the tools to help you manage it. So let's talk about some of those tools because the one thing I do feel like is we're going to have a few rocky weeks. I don't know. Of course. May maybe it too. won't be, but I feel I like we're going to have way. more ups and downs, even if it's just verbal bouts or yeah. jabbing at one another. Um, so first of all, that, I mean, that's one thing. And I know I have found that this is something I've had to do because I'm one of those 24 hour news kinds of people. But in recent years, it's gone down so much. Mm -hmm. And in the last few weeks, even the weeks leading up to the election, I found I had to just hardly, hardly keep the it. news on at all. Say like, I'll allow myself this one hour in the morning when I have my coffee and I'm working my crossword puzzle. And so I put the news on, check <laughs> the business channel. What, what are, what, what are the stocks going to do? What are people saying? And then that, and then maybe a little bit in the evening while I'm cooking dinner, I'll watch the nightly news and that's it. And I'll read. That's a ton more news than I watch. Yeah. But again, but, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a news junkie. Like yeah. I would, I would well, do the 24 hour thing. You censor what you want your children to see because you're trying to protect them. Mm -hmm. If they're little kids, you know, you're censoring mm -hmm. that. Think of your, put yourself in that kind of respect respect yourself enough to censor what you're going to expose yourself to. So one of my spiritual teachers, you know, too, says she treats herself as if she were a baby. Yes. Like if I wouldn't let a baby watch it, I'm not going to let myself exactly. watch it. And so maybe that's not your level, but come up with a level for yourself mm -hmm. and say, what am I going to allow mm -hmm. in and take control of your situation? Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, there's this shock and awe factor that people stop and stare at. Right? Uh -huh. Like it's like driving by a car wreck. Your tendency is to stop and stare at it. So if they're trying to get you to watch everything, they're going to shock and awe you, mm -hmm. you know? And so if you just don't 
turn it on or may, or make conscious efforts to like, I'm going to go look at this at this time mm -hmm. for only this amount of time mm -hmm. just to keep up with what is going on. You don't have to totally isolate yourself, but you know, create some boundaries with yourself, create some boundaries with yourself. That, mm -hmm. I mean, that's great. Again, for set standards for yourself and yes. say, I'm in, that's a way you can feel in control of the situation. Yes. I'm in control of what I allow in and when I allow it in. And some days you may want more and some days totally. you don't. And that's yeah. your choice, or but, but you do have the choice or periods over your life. I used to love horror movies. Now, no way, no way, not in a million years. I just, yeah. I can't do it. It creates a different thing inside of me these days mm -hmm. where I'm just like, no way. Me too. It's assaultive. I can't do anything very graphic. I just don't <laughs> no. handle it well. I just I don't. don't. Right. Exactly. I, I sit cringed mm -hmm. under a mm -hmm. quilt while I'm watching anything if it's even too violent. I don't like the violent. feeling that uh -huh. it gives me yeah. inside. And so I try and stick to more comedies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, I mean, that's Maybe. a good... A little laughter is a good medicine. Maybe introduce yes. that in or bring that in. Laughter is so important. I did have the um, luxury of seeing some old friends from high school this weekend. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. And one person made a comment that this was the best mental therapy they had had Aww. ever. You know, so that laughter is important. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. It could have been la them laughing at me falling because <laughs> I did fall this weekend. <laughs> I hadn't told you that story yet. <laughs> Luckily, your ankle's intact. Yeah. So. Maybe not other parts of me, but my ankles are. <laughs> and then definitely all of the different tools we talk about for stress relief. And we have a good article there from journaling to meditation, um, belly breathing or belly bre breathing. breathing into your abdomen. I think we have one on mindful movement. So if you choose, choose to use movement as your sort of relief mm -hmm. from the chaos, I know some people tend to use that. They need to just, you know, if something, they kind of like shock themselves out of that anxiety by going for a hard run, right? That's a tool that some people could use, right? Mm -hmm. Where the other person might choose to go, okay, I am so wrapped up right now with this anxiety. I need to go to a yoga class, mm -hmm. right? But it's different. You need to figure out what works for you and maybe, and maybe experiment, a mm -hmm. experiment with that. You know, I do a lot of running when I'm in Austin, but when we were at Miraval and we did yoga every day, it felt so good. <gasps> it felt so good. I know. <laughs> Granted, we were eating good. Yeah. We were sleeping good. I mean, there were multiple factors, but, but you know, that's a good, and we are at the beginning of the year where mm -hmm. a lot of people have made resolutions Maybe honor your body and take care of your body. Mm -hmm. um, you can control what you put into it when it's food and your exercise. Content. Even if some of the information that's coming to you, mm -hmm. you can't completely control. And right. you know, you can control how much you watch it. You control how much you watch it, but you, I mean, we need to be informed. So we're we going to get that. But you might still feel better and sleep better if you do control those things. You can yeah. like, yeah, or maybe don't watch the news late at night before bed. Yeah, that's probably a good tip. That's for a anyone. really good tip. You know, watch it earlier in the day, and then say, okay, I've watched it. Now I'm going to go cook dinner, or mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever. You know, those sort of tools help with that anxiety of what's going on in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the all is well tool, I think is one of our, that's my all time favorite, all time favorite, go to use it all the time. Yeah. All is well. And that's, I've been saying that a lot mm -hmm. the last mm -hmm. week, especially just mm -hmm. 
that's, that's how I kind of ground and pull. First of all, that's, um, a mantra I use during meditation. And I really do think sort of like a muscle memory or an emotional memory. If you do something or say something while you're in that calm and still state, then just that word or maybe a certain hand motion can pull you back there. Mm -hmm. When you're in the middle of something really difficult, breathing can do that as well, I think. Um, But it also, I think, you know, reminds me again in that moment. So I'm watching craziness on TV, but then I look around like, let the dog on my lap, mm-hmm. I, you know, cooking dinner, mm-hmm. great smells coming out of the Breathe kitchen, your head. whatever it is, beautiful home, mm-hmm. all of those things. Like I, I am well, all is well mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, just grounding with that. And I really do. I don't know. I believe it. I think I, I, again, as a student of history and government and a political junkie, I have no idea yet what five years, 10 years, 20 years from now we're going to say about this time period, but I think there will be some it's profound, be in the history books. <laughs> some, yeah, profound um, takeaways yes. that come from it and, and changes that come yeah. from it. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. So you can think of it as that we're watching a TV show. <laughs> we're watching history right now. We are that's, watching history. That's true. Uh-huh. And it's not necessarily comfortable. No, but uh-huh. you know. It's a good way to kind of pay attention. If you think of watching it, you know, I'm watching history. Okay. I'm going to pay attention a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, or maybe you want to disassociate for it, but you end up seeing it. You maybe kids see like, Oh, it feels like I'm watching one of those new shows on TV right. that talks about all these people, you know, just a little disassociation tool that you mm-hmm. could use. Um, maybe that's not as good if you're, you know, it's not a reality sort of perspective, but it is a tool, you know? And then, you know, I'd say kind of like we said about the food, if there's anything else you can add positive into your life, maybe it's fun. Maybe it's some books on mm-hmm. mind, body, spirit. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a great work of fiction. That's just that's fun for thinking, you. Yeah. Or, um, you know, just books. add some things in that mm-hmm. are uplifting mm-hmm. and counter those frequencies of anxiety mm-hmm. and worry and stress. Call, call your girlfriend yeah. on the phone, you know, whatever. And allow yourself the time to do those things. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, say, okay, I, I, I need to make sure that each day I do some things that are positive and uplifting and beautiful mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. even if it's a few minutes. Even if it's a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But that's really the only gift you can give yourself is the gift of time. Mm-hmm. You know, time. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. So I hope all of this information helps you deal with the chaos that's going on in our world today. And know we're all in it together. We're all in it together. Even though Cheryl and I talk so much about being in these Zen states and yeah. tranquility and everything else, we're, we're we're dealing with it too. We're dealing with it. I we're have, feeling it. And we're we're calling each other bouncing ideas about what's going on, what we're hearing. And ways to, to deal, deal with it. it. Okay, I think I need to eat a little differently, or I think I need to, um, add more yoga or whatever it is. Um, we've been brainstorming a lot of that too. I had, I heard someone describe all of this as there's a big storm and we're all in it. We're all just in different boats, Mm. you know? And so you don't know what's happening in the other person's boat, but guess what? They're in the same storm you are. So, um, 
I don't think that's, anyone isn't stressed about it. That's correct. for sure. I also heard that like sometimes like those thoughts that drive you crazy, it's it's like if you look in the sky and there's all these clouds, right? But beyond the clouds is the sun. Well, the sun is our soul and us really. And the clouds are just the thoughts that are going through. So the more you can push those that chaos thought out of the way, the sun will shine. Well, and then that's, that's one of the last things I want to leave with is just know that anything you do um, to elevate your well-being helps those around you also. And so if you want to think about how can I help the craziness I see on my television right now, it's not yes. selfish for you to elevate yourself because, you know, an elevated beautiful emotional state can spread just as fast as an yes. elevated state yeah. of anxiety. And that's maybe all we can do for mm -hmm. the chaos that's going on because we don't have control. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's what you can do. And mm -hmm. that goes back with, you can choose your emotions, prayer, connection, yep. creativity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Put out there. Awesome. Okay. So thank you all for letting us vent a little bit and, um, bring this into our community because we don't want to dwell on no. negatives, but we don't want to ignore them either. Mm -hmm. And we know it's, you know, an extremely anxiety ridden and stressful time for a lot of people. And mm -hmm. I think we're all dealing you know, with it. know that we're all dealing with it. You're not alone. Um, mm -hmm. we're in it together and, um, there are things you can do to get okay. through the days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Imbibe Live Conversations. For more information and to join our community, be sure to check out our website at imbibelive.com. We look forward to sharing with you.